Welcome to the Limitless Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Roseland. This podcast will teach you to acquire superhuman mental abilities and hack your reality. In this episode, we will be sharing how to life hack your way into your dream home a whole lot sooner and cheaper using free web tools and some clever negotiating strategies. Hey, I want to apologize for the subpar audio quality of this episode. Right now, I'm actually on the side of a mountain in the middle of a rainforest in Central America. So you may hear some crickets or rainforest sounds in the background. I hope this adds some personality to this podcast as opposed to being an annoyance. Those of you who have been listening to the show for a couple of episodes will hear that we got a new intro song. And if you like it, it's by King Tef and Johnny Rockets of Top Flight. So if you dig that sound, then just look up King Tef or Johnny Rockets anywhere that you like to listen to music. Some of you may be listening to this podcast, may be wondering when we're going to be doing an episode completely devoted to the subject of brain power or memory, since that was one of the primary themes of the Limitless movie. That will be the next episode. Since it's more of an academic subject than the life hacking stuff, I just want to take some extra time to make sure that I've got all my facts straight and can really deliver a lot of actionable content in that episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing getting your dream home sooner and a whole lot cheaper than you would think. And some of you may be thinking, well, I like the home that I'm living in right now just fine. So I'd like to give you a couple of good reasons why you might consider upgrading your residence. First of all, living in your dream home is a daily reminder that hard work and smart work pay off. For a person like yourself who is working hard towards some really big ambitious goals, it's important to have a consistent reward system in place. And waking up every morning in a really awesome place to live is one of those things that keeps your work ethic really rock solid. Reason number two, you'll find frequently throughout this podcast, we discuss ways of leveraging social proof. One of the simplest and most fun ways to extract a lot of social proof is to throw frequent parties or dinners at your home. As the host of the function, you have the ultimate social proof at these events. Even if you outsource the coordination and the responsibilities of invitations to someone else. When you throw parties, you can request that the guests bring the food or booze since you are providing the destination. 
Like a lot of my listeners, I have my own small business and I would frequently invite my clients and potential clients and partners to the dinner parties I would have at my condo. And this would serve as an excellent way to introduce like-minded individuals to each other and to create a environment that was conducive to the kind of business opportunities that we were all interested while at the same time build really, really solid social proof because it was happening at a, uh, at a really nice place that I lived. Number three, this is a podcast about living a lifestyle similar to the guy in the movie Limitless. And in the movie, we see that he moves into this amazing Manhattan penthouse. So uh, since this is the Limitless Mindset podcast, we, uh, we assume that you want to accomplish something similar. Reason number four, possibly the most interesting, uh, it's a little bit complicated, so you might want to pay attention. If you subscribe to a philosophy of pure resources management, it is actually quite economical to live in your dream house. In the philosophy of pure resources management, there are three forms of currency. And those three forms are time, social proof, and your money. So let me explain practically what I mean when I say that it's more economical. First of all, living in your dream home can save you a lot of time. When I was living in my condo in the central part of my city, my commuting time was cut down significantly, giving me much more time for important things. A lot of people choose to save money by living in a neighborhood that is less central to their city or their lives, but this is in actuality significantly more expensive since you are spending so much of your valuable time commuting from one place to another. For example, let's say that moving into your dream home shaves your weekly commuting time by, say, 30 minutes a day. If you're moving from the suburbs to, say, you know, a central neighborhood that's close by where your life or work is going on, that is an extra 3.5 hours weekly of time that you are rescuing from the tyranny of commuting and sitting in traffic jams. And if you're listening to this podcast, your time is probably worth at least $40 hourly. So this is essentially $600 in time that you are saving over the course of a month. And $600 a month may not seem like a lot of money towards living in your dream home, but using the tools I'm going to discuss in this podcast, you will see how this can make a pretty big difference. This, in combination with the social proof element uh, that can be leveraged, in my opinion, makes living in your dream home a whole a whole lot more economical actually if you're again if you're uh, if you're someone that views your time as money and views your time as a resource that is of equal value as your money and your credibility 
So let's dive into the featured content segment. How exactly are we going to find our dream homes and get screaming good deals on them? Part of living limitlessly is residing in your dream home. And it can actually be significantly less expensive and quite a bit easier to do than you may think. Whether it's a huge house, a classic residence with a lot of personality, or a luxury high-rise condominium, this blog will outline, the, this podcast will outline the steps to getting and saving a fortune on the kind of home you've always wanted. Even if you live on a modest income, have limited time to shop, mediocre personal credit, and no down payment. Rent from a private owner. One of the most important parts of getting a really great value on your dream home is to rent it through a private owner who will be your landlord. And there are a couple of reasons why this is very advantageous. If you are buying a buying a home or renting from a property management company or an apartment community, your upfront costs in the form of deposit or down payment, your chances of qualifying for the home and your ongoing payment depend highly upon your personal credit score. If your personal credit is anything less than excellent, your chances of getting your dream home are very low. However, when renting from a private owner, your personal credit often has very little to do with it. Many private owners do not even run the credit of their prospective renters. Private owners most of the time are renting out their renting out homes that they themselves lived in at one point and their decision to rent to you is often based more upon the impression you make on them as opposed to your personal credit or rental history. Think of it like a job interview. A lot of success in job interviews is not due to the qualifications or the history of the applicant, but upon how much the interviewer likes the different candidates. Another reason, a lot of times you can rent beautiful homes for well below their market monthly rental value because the owner's payment is well below the monthly rental value and the owner just wants to cover their mortgage payment. Compare this to dealing with a property management companies, real estate developers, or realtors who, whose profit margins are paid for by you every month. A lot of times, since private owners don't run your credit, they won't ask you for an application fee, which can save you $30 to $60 up front. A lot of times, private owners will give you a break on the deposit to move in. In the current real estate economy, at least in the United States, you need to be prepared to put a 5 to 10% down payment on your home. 
Let's say your dream home costs 300000 which is probably a low number for a lot of people. You will have upfront out-of-pocket costs of between fifteen dollars to $30,000 to move into that kind of home. Whereas if you're looking at renting from a private owner, you're going to be looking at a deposit, which is going to run anywhere from $1,000 to maybe $2,000 and possibly even cheaper than that. We'll talk about a little bit later how to negotiate it even cheaper. So not only is it going to cost a lot more upfront to acquire a home, but it's going to take between weeks and months of negotiating paperwork and the stress of dealing with banks to secure a real estate closing. Most of the time when dealing with private owners, you can move in right away. If you are really attached to the idea of owning your own dream home, you can negotiate a rent-to-own agreement with your landlord. My thought, though, is that real estate is like any other commodity. It goes up and down in value based upon a myriad of factors that affect that particular market. And unless you are a professional, educated real estate investor, I would not choose to make real estate your particular vehicle of investment. So uh, the, the savings in time and money that you get from renting from a private owner is, is, is very hard in comparison with the risks associated with owning real estate in my mind it makes a whole lot more sense to it makes a whole lot more sense to rent it unless you know there's probably some people out there listening to this that are in the position that they can go in and just pay cash for a piece of property and if it's really exactly what you're looking for and it's a screaming deal that's probably good for you but the majority of people out there are probably going to do a whole lot better in terms of the value of their time and the value of their money with renting from a private owner. So let's talk about how we are going to find our dream homes. So to get your dream homes, you're going to need to act quickly and use the power of the internet. The fastest way to find a great rental deal on your ideal home is to use the real estate section of Craigslist. Craigslist is the first place that private owners will advertise their rental property. So we're going to talk about how to set up a monitor on Craigslist that's going to feed us exactly <clears throat> the types of properties that we're looking for so that we don't have to spend a bunch of time looking through all the crappy junk properties that are on Craigslist. So we're going to start by setting up a iGoogle account. And iGoogle is a free customizable homepage browser dashboard that Google does. So you're going to need a Gmail account for it to work. So if you don't have one, head on over to gmail.com and set up an account. It's free. It takes, I think, about 90 seconds to do. And then after that, you want to go to google.com backslash IG and set up a free dashboard. The second step, and we're going to have these directions on the Limitless Mindset website also. So if you're, uh, you know, please don't, please don't be 
writing feverishly. Please just listen to this and then go back and check the website for directions later on. The second step is going to be to create tabs. On the left side of the iGoogle screen, you will see the home tab. Click on it. Then click on the little drop down arrow and click add a tab. Name this tab something like real estate monitor. Now you're going to want to get the Craigslist monitor. This is step number three. So you want to add a gadget that will feed us our real estate listings off of CL. So click the add a gadget button in the upper right hand of the iGoogle dashboard. I recommend using, it's just called the Craigslist monitor and we'll have a link to that particular gadget on the site. Click add it now and you will see it in your iGoogle real estate tab. I would recommend adding three to five of these gadgets to the real estate tab. Now, step number four is that you wanna get the Craigslist search URLs. So it's time to head over to the real estate apartment housing for rent section of Craigslist for whatever city you reside in. In the search field, enter some of the criteria you are looking for, such as neighborhood, price, description, etc. You'll notice that each result creates a unique URL address. For example, a search for Denver high rise is going to produce a URL that's going to be like denver.craigslist.org backslash search API. It's going to be a long string of symbols and words, but it's going to be a unique URL address that represents the specific search that you input. What's really cool is that as new properties <clears throat> are added to Craigslist that match this search description, this URL page will update to show the new properties almost instantaneously. It's, it updates within a matter of just a few minutes. So find three to five search phrases that target the neighborhood, price range, and property description of what you really want. Step five is to add the real estate feeds to iGoogle. Now you're going to go back to your real estate iGoogle tab and click the little drop down gear button in the upper right hand corner of the Craigslist monitor gadget. Click the edit settings. For title, enter a short description of the feed, something like maybe downtown condos or uh, or uh, whatever the square footage you're looking for, enter you know a description of what that feed is. For the URL, enter the complete URL address you got from the search you did in step number four. Make sure that you include that the very beginning of the search URL, the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. Click save and voila. Now a real-time feed of the most recently added properties matching the search is going to be showing up in your iGoogle dashboard. Okay, now this might sound a little complicated to set up, but it's actually pretty easy to do, uh, and it saves you a huge amount of time over searching through Craigslist's real estate section every day looking for 
that exact property that you're looking for. And iGoogle is one of those things that you can also put on your smartphone. So you can set it up as a bookmark on your smartphone browser and just take a gander at it for a few seconds, you know, a couple times a day, and you'll have an instantly updated uh, picture of what are the properties in your town that are fitting exactly what you're looking for. This also works in the roommate or commercial real estate sections of Craigslist. A few other things to keep in mind while you're doing this search. Respond immediately to the postings that you are interested in. Craigslist's real estate section gets a huge amount of traffic. So you can be sure that a lot of other people are going to see the property that you are interested in. The faster you can contact the private owner and arrange to see the property, the better your chances are of getting it. If a listing contains a phone number, always call that phone number before sending an email. If a property listing on Craigslist is professional looking with a lot of good photos and bullet pointed listing descriptions, chances are it's been posted by a property management company or a realtor who you will have to deal with instead of a private owner. And I've found that the best deals on Craigslist for property are unprofessional looking listings. Look for a property that is available to move into immediately or very soon. And now I'm going to teach you a dirty trick that you can use. If you see a particularly good deal come across your real estate monitor, you may want to minimize your competition from other potential renters. After you respond to the Craigslist posting, you may want to flag, and that's the upper right of the Craigslist posting, you may want to flag it so that Craigslist deletes the posting. Flag it from your browser, then use a website like pagewash.com to, to block your IP address and flag it again. You may also want to flag it from your smartphone browser or from a friend's computer to ensure that it gets removed from Craigslist. What I would say though is just make sure that you get your email out to that person because if it's, if it's a anonymized, if it's one of those anonymized Craigslist emails and you flag it, that anonymized email is going to cease to work. So if it's something like, if it has a phone number or a real email address, go ahead and flag it after you respond to it so that it gets knocked down so that you're not having a lot of other, uh, a lot of other renters competing for the attention of this, uh, of this excellent opportunity you've stumbled across. Okay, so that's how we're going to locate our dream property. And again, please check out the website limitlessmindset.com and I've got a specific set of directions with screenshots and photos to show exactly how to do all that. Because for some of you, that may, might have sounded a little bit complicated. Next tip here is to get it furnished. Buying high-end furnishings to complement your dream home can be expensive and time-consuming. So I highly recommend trying to find a place that is furnished. A lot of the kinds of privately owned 
high-end properties we are discussing will either come partially or fully furnished. Again, this will save you a lot of time. It'll save you a lot of money. And a lot of times uh, there's some room for negotiation there. If the landlord's asking for, you know, several hundred dollars more a month for the furnished place, you know, offer half of what uh, of what he's requesting to get it furnished in exchange for that. And a lot of times they'll go for it. Okay, so let's talk about negotiating terms. So when dealing with a private owner, there are a few important things to keep in mind when negotiating your lease. And again, one of the reasons why I recommend doing it this way as opposed to buying a place from a real estate company or renting from an apartment complex or renting from a property management firm is that there is a whole lot more room to negotiate. Whereas when you're dealing with a corporation, they have pretty strict set guidelines and they're not going to deviate from those a whole lot. As I said before, private owners will often make their decision to lease their property to you based upon if they like you. So make it a point to reveal some of your personality and be very friendly with your prospective future landlord when you tour their property. The one thing that is almost always an important aspect of a private owner's decision to lease to you is your immediate ability to put down money. All but the very most experienced and private uh, all, all but the m very most experienced and savvy private owners will rather rent to a less qualified tenant who can put down money now over a more qualified tenant who is weeks or months away from writing a check. If you are decently qualified, have rapport with a property owner, and are ready to write a check to move in, you may want to negotiate the deposit amount. The deposit is a more negotiable is a more negotiable variable of the transaction because the deposit is essentially a risk insurance policy the private owner has against you beating up the property or not paying rent. If you can convince your landlord this is not a risk with you, a lot of times they will decrease the deposit amount. I recommend doing your property shopping around the middle of the month. If you find a place you are ready to write a check for and move into immediately, a lot of times the private owner will give you the duration of the month free. You can get up to two months of free rent this way. Okay, let's talk about if you have bad credit because a lot of people a lot of good people out there have bad credit. So to a professional property management company, bad credit is usually a deal breaker, especially at a high-end property like the kind that we're interested in getting here. When dealing with a private owner, this is not always the case. When it comes to bad credit history, honesty is always the best policy. In today's economic environment, very few people have spotless credit. To counterbalance your bad credit history, emphasize your stability of income and current employment. A private owner is always going to be concerned that their tenant can afford their rent, especially if you don't have good credit. 
preempt this concern by bringing them proof of your income, this could be bank statements, pay stubs, etc., to the property tour to show them up front. A lot of times they won't even take a very thorough look at these, but the fact that you have them makes you seem a whole lot more responsible. You may even want to pull your credit online before the tour, print it out, and bring it to the tour. This saves your future landlord the time and expense of running your credit and background report. For this episode, we actually have a money-making technique and a money-making mindset in combination with your dream home. So the money-making mindset, some people may be thinking uh, about this episode and thinking about the kind of place that they would really like to live in and be thinking that there's really no way that they can afford their dream home right now. Whenever you catch yourself mentally saying to yourself that you can't afford something, I would like you to practice what's called mental language reframing and instead mentally ask yourself, how can you afford something? And then this will, uh, this will start to tap into your creative faculty and you'll start to come up with different ways that you could afford what you really want. The first couple times that you do this, it might seem like kind of a uh, exercise in self-help futility, but if you practice it consistently, it will tap into your creative faculty and provide some ways of affording the kind of things that you really want. So please practice some mental language reframing and it's it's especially powerful when you're uh, when you're using it in this example okay next is the money making technique so living in your dream home can actually make or save you some money depending upon how you look at it and here's how there's a number of websites that are short-term rental marketplaces online that you can list your property as a place for people who are traveling through your town to rent for a night or two. This works because nightly vacation rental rates are always proportionately a whole lot more than monthly rental or mortgage payments are. Let's say your monthly rent is around $2,000. You can probably charge between $200 to $400 nightly as a vacation rental for your spot. And let's say that you do this once or twice a month. That right there could take a big chunk out of your monthly rent. And, you know... What you could do, you could stay at a cheap hotel. If you have friends or family in town, you can do that. If you wanna take a road trip or do some traveling, you could take advantage of that. And using this, renting your place out, maybe a time or two a month, you can save a whole lot. What I would recommend for this You could use Craigslist for this. However, there is no insurance in place. 
And there's always a slight risk that you're taking that whoever is moving, whoever is doing your vacation rental could beat up your place or they could spill things on the carpet and cause damage to it. And if this is a piece of property that you're renting from someone else, you want to make sure that you have some, some insurance in place for this. So if you use, there's a couple of websites out there that you could use. You could use websites like airbnb.com. You could use a website like vayway.com. You could use a website like TripAdvisor. There's a number of them out there that will take a small cut of the transaction, but they also have insurance in place that will cover any damage that occurs. What I would do also, if you if you are renting your property from a private owner, I would just let them know that you're considering doing this. Um, I would just, again, honesty is the best policy. Let them know that if you do um, do this, that there will be some insurance in place and that there's that the risk is completely subsidized and hedged by the insurance provided by the, the companies. So if you're using... Um, these type of websites, you could save yourself between several hundred dollars a month on your rent, which is great if you're if you're doing a little bit of traveling, if you want to see your state, get out of town for a couple of days every month. It's a great way to do it and save yourself a whole lot of uh, save yourself a couple hundred bucks every month at the same time. These websites often also have social proofing systems along with their insurance coverage. So the social proofing systems will let you see that these are, you know, real people that are taking some responsibility for the vacation rentals that they are looking at. So that's our episode today. I hope that you get out there, use the iGoogle system and the negotiating techniques we've discussed and find your dream homes. And then when you're uh, when you're throwing your parties and your events at those dream homes, please invite me. And if I'm anywhere close by, I'll come by. Thanks again for listening to the Limitless Mindset podcast. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com. Mindset.com. Mindset.com. Mindset.com.